I want to take a minute to shout out to Chaim Chantal from London Golders Green. And we had a pleasant conversation, and I'm really, really, uh, it's really honored to talk to um, so far away. And I hope the story doesn't offend anybody. Um, we do talk a little bit about the British in this story, so hopefully it's good. And have a great day. And, um, oh, be well. Sammy was really excited as he got dressed that evening. He was really excited because he was on his way back to school at, oh, it was about 6.30 in the evening. No, Sammy didn't get a detention. He wasn't in trouble. As a matter of fact, everyone in the school, well, almost everyone, um, well, a few classes, were going to be back in school that night because that night was a very, very special night. You see, in Sammy's school also, they had a meet the leaders night, just like you guys have here in Providence Hebrew Day School. And in Sammy's Meet the Leaders night, everyone was able to pick a person they wished to be. And Sammy was really excited about the person he planned to depict. You see, because Sammy had been fascinated with this person ever since last year when he made a trip to Washington, D.C., in Washington, his parents took him to see the Capitol, the United States, the Capitol building of the United States of America, the magnificent building, gigantic, magnificent building with that gigantically tall dome, that rounded top. And it was really interesting to him. And so he did a little research on it. And he found out that when the man, he doesn't know how to pronounce these names, but he found out when the man named Pierre Charles L'Enfant designed Washington, D.C., he did not submit a design for the capital of Washington's capital, the head, biggest, most important building. He didn't submit a design. And Thomas Jefferson and a bunch of other people made a decision that they're going to offer $500. Whoa! Oh, that was a lot of money in the end of the 1700s. $500 and a free piece of land to the person who gives a winning plan for what the capital should look like. Seventeen people entered, and not one of those plans were liked by the people, by the people in charge. Thomas Jefferson was the main person for that. Well, a man by the name of Dr. William Thornton, even though the time was up for submitting his architectural plans, he said, ah, I would like to submit a plan. Dr. William Thornton was born in May 20th of 1759, and he submitted a plan that was actually very, very similar, almost exactly what, not ex almost, well, oh, very close to what they decided to accept. And they gave him the $500, and they gave him a special plot of land. So Dr. Thornton gave his winning plan, but he wasn't the one to build it. There were a number of people involved in building up the capital. But Sammy was the guy who did most of the work. And he was the one who was involved in rebuilding the capital after it was burnt by the British in the 1800s. Oh, boy, Sammy couldn't wait. He went downstairs all around the house collecting the things he needed. He had to collect them really for yesterday, but he forgot. And he collected them all, put them in his bag and in his sack and his briefcase, whatever he had. Some of them required a bigger bag. And he slept them, and his parents were waiting for him in the car. And Chaim was eager, because Chaim also was somebody. And Chaim, no, what's going on, Sammy? You coming? I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Don't worry, I'm coming. What do you have all that stuff for? It's 
for my props, for my for my for my thing, because I'm you know got to show everything, and it's gonna be. I, I I I'm really looking forward to this. And Sammy's parents were also looking forward to the night out, and they went in their car, and they drove to the school, and very busy school. Sammy had a pretty big school, very busy in the auditorium, full of people moving back and forth. Sammy made his way to his spot, where his poster board was up, and he set up his belongings, and everyone was able to walk by. One person walked by, and he said to him, um, What's your name? Uh, my name is Sammy. No, I know that Sammy. I mean, what's your name in, in the famous people? I don't recognize you. You look like a guy from the colonial times, but I don't recognize like really who you are. Oh, um, what's my name? Right. My name, I'm a really famous builder and engineer. Yeah. My name is... Oh, right. It's Benjamin. Nice to meet you, Benjamin. Do you have any other parts of your name? Mm -hmm. My name is Benjamin Henry. Oh, Henry's your last name? No, no, that's my middle name. Okay. My name is Benjamin Henry Latrobe. Benjamin Henry Latrobe. Benjamin Henry Latrobe. Benjamin Henry Latrobe. Something like that. Nice to meet you, Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. When were you born, Benjamin? Oh, my birthday. Uh, it's May 1st, mm, 1764. Wow. Being that it's 2002, you must be really old. Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> I had to kiss him. Anyway, so, um, yeah, May 1st, 1764. Oh, it's going to be your birthday very soon. That's right, that's right. And my birthday very soon, I'll be uh, 17, 2000, so that's 200 and something years. 240. 250, I'll be 250, or something like that. That's pretty old, don't you think? Yeah, it's a little bit old. It's not, it's not too old. Where were you born, Benjamin? I was born in England, near a little city, a little town called Leeds, Leeds, England. Wow, that's great. That's great. And what are you famous for? Oh, I built a lot of different things. You know, when I was young and I came over, over here, I, I was helped, I learned by the expert in builders, I built a building, the Bank of Pennsylvania. I built some of the, I'm involved in building president's houses. I was involved in building the Navy Yards. I was involved in a lot. That's great. That's great. And, and how did you get this job? Well, I'll tell you the truth. I got this job in 1803 to be involved in building the capital of the United States of America. And after I built it up, as you probably know, and later the British came and they burnt it down and then I had to build it up again. It was terrible. But you know what? I built it so beautifully. You can even go there today and see parts of the things that I built. Some of the things are like the old courthouse, old Supreme Court room, the old Congress room, which are magnificent rooms. I planned it. I had, was involved in building it and decorating it. It's really, really cool stuff. You can actually see it today if you go to Washington, D.C. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty. Um, pretty interesting, Henry. Uh, I mean, I mean, Benjamin. That's pretty interesting. Do you have tools that you were involved in building? Yeah, I got lots of tools that I do that I use to build. That's great. Now, of course, while this is going on, people are milling all around. Some people are going to see Chaim and Chaim. Who are you, Chaim? I'm a very famous, famous person. Really? Who are you? My name is Christopher Columbus. <gasps> really? Yes. I discovered America, and I'm Jewish. Really? You're Jewish? That's right. I came from Spain. It's a good thing that I discovered America, because Spain's throwing out all the Jews during my time, during the 1400s, 1492, when I discovered America. Are you sure you're Jewish? 
Well, I don't know, but that's what some people say. Anyway, so well, Spain is throwing people out. It's called the Spanish, the Spanish expulsion. And by me finding America, I found the new home that Jews will eventually be able to get to. So really, you ever go to New York? No, 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 no. I never went to New York. I didn't really discover the mainland of America. I kind of discovered on like the like the little parts of the, the West Indies and stuff, um, places like that. Wow, you had a lot of ships with you. Yeah, it was a very tough journey. So we almost turned back. We almost gave up. But we finally conquered our desire, and we ended up we ended up making it here. Oh, wow, that's really cool. Anyway, I'm going to ask you, Columbus, what you eat in those ships? Uh, you don't want to know. It was awful. We had this hard food we brought with us called tack, which was basically like hard bread that can't get bad, and it was awful. But, Baruch, I mean, um, I don't know if I'm Jewish enough to say Baruch Hashem, but anyway, um, yeah, but Baruch Hashem, we made it, and we found, we found nice stuff here. We found Indians. We found gold. It was really cool. And other people were wandering around to one of Sammy and Chaim's friends, same with Shimon. Shimon, who are you? I'm a really famous person. Really? What's your name? My name is Bill Gates. You're Bill Gates? Yeah. Your teacher let you do a report on Bill Gates? Yeah. Who's Bill Gates anyway? Oh, I'm a really rich guy. Millions and millions and billions of dollars coming out of my ears. Can't you see? I see you did put money in your ears, yes. Um, yeah, I'm really rich. I see. What, how'd you become rich? Well, I, I started a company called Microsoft. You know that company? Oh, really? Wow, cool. Yeah. Are you giving out free samples? Yeah, I'm giving out free computer samples. You are? Yeah, here's my printed sheet straight from my computer. It's a sample from what comes from my computer. If you want to have something printed from your computer, just buy some, some computers and you'll have stuff printed. Thanks so much. Anyway, so it was really exciting. The principal was walking around and everyone was talking. Hey, this particular one, you could do anyone you wanted. You didn't have to stick to any... Oh, I mean, you had to stick to some rules. It had to be like somebody important in business and made a significant accomplishment to the world. There weren't too many presidents. People thought that was boring. Um, and they left that for Providence UBJ School to do presidents. Right, you had to do it, I know. But anyway, so oh, back to Sammy. So Sammy's standing there, and the person saying to Sammy, Sammy, I'm just wondering... Um, that bag over there, one of your bags that you brought is moving. What's in it? Oh, that's a big secret. What do you mean? Well, later, in about 10 minutes, I think it is, we're going to be given, everybody, everybody is going to be given a couple of minutes to talk about the most important prop that they brought, the thing they brought that was most important for them, and, and I have that in that bag. Okay, what, what else do you have? Okay, well, I'll show you. I'll show you. Here, I'll reach into my other bag here. Pull this out. Oh, a hammer. That makes sense. That's right, because if, you, if you're a builder, you, you, need, you need to have the hammer, right? Because when you build things, you hammer things, right? Uh-huh. What else do you have? Pulled out some nails. Nails, yep. You probably need them. Did they have that kind of hammer back when you, when, when you were working in the capital? Well, it was a little bit different. They didn't have it made out of steel and stuff, but, but it was, yeah, they had a hammer. And they had nails. Okay, very good. Excellent. What else do you have in there? Um, that's a pretty big bag, you know. I know it's a little bit big, but but it's important. Why, why, why do you have a broom and a mop in your bag? Oh, I know, of course, because because probably after you're done cle- working, you have to clean up the mess, you know, and you have to mop the floor. Oh no no, these are very important for construction for building. A broom and a mop for building. How do you use it to build? How do you use them to build? Well, I'll tell you. You know how I know all I know about building. Probably when you were doing your report, you went and you researched how to build those building things. 
Not at all, not at all, not at all, not at all, not at all. I researched all about building by listening to my Rebbe in class. Because my Rebbe talks all about these things during class. Your Rebbe talks about building in class? Yeah, my Rebbe talked about, my Rebbe talked about building in a couple weeks ago. And he described all about it, all the tools you need for building. And he described how sometimes you have a mop or a broom for building. A mop or a broom to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you know, you sometimes, that's why on Shabbos, you're not allowed to use a mop and a broom because it's building. You're not allowed to use a mop and a broom on Shabbos? I mean, I, I know that I don't use a mop on Shabbos. Um, first of all, that's a problem of schita, of being sochit, of squeezing the liquid out of the sponge, which is a problem of maybe of dosh, but what does the guys do with the building? And, and a broom, I sweep my floor on Shabbos. Well, I'm sorry, maybe you just don't keep Shabbos properly. But anyway, um, that's what my Rebbe said. Do you remember your Rebbe's explanation? Nope. He said it was very dirty, something having to do with a lot of dirt. I don't remember exactly. Oh, that's kind of scary that, that you're basically telling me I, 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 I don't keep Shabbos properly every Shabbos. Well, I can't help you. Anyway, um, you want to see something else I have? What, what else do you have? Well, I have over here. He reaches deep into the bag and pulls out a handful of marbles. Marbles? Yes. My Rebbe said that's also very important for construction. My Rebbe said for building purposes also. That's why on Shabbos, you're not allowed to play marbles. I'm not allowed to play marbles on Shabbos? Yep, you're not allowed to play marbles in your house on Shabbos. My Rebbe said because it's building. When you play marbles, you're building? What? How, how are you building when you play marbles? I mean, I mean, I mean, when you're rolling a marble on the floor, you're not building anything. I, 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 mean, I mean, Legos maybe you're building when you're playing. But, but marbles? Well, that's what my Rebbe said. If you want to understand it better, my Rebbe's probably upstairs um, preparing for school for tomorrow. And, and, and my Rebbe lives in school, he told me once. He said that he lives here. So, so since he lives here, so then he probably is there. You can go ask him. This is kind of crazy. Oh, oh, actually, <clears throat> oh, uh, you have another minute? I have a lot of time. I'm just really intrigued by your building. Um, do you have a protractor, a compass, a pencil? No, no, pencil's not building. Pencil's co-safe. <laughs> not doing building. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. What else do you have in here? Well, here, look at this. Um, what is that? A can opener. A <laughs> can opener? Yeah, yeah. What does a can opener have to do with building the capital? Well, my rabbi said it does. So, so it's a big tool. It's an important tool. I'm sure that when, that when Benjamin um, Latraby, or Latrub, however you pronounce his name, when Benjamin Latraby, when he, when he was building around, he was walking around with a can opener, checking things out, you know, like holding a can opener like this and like this and like this and squeezing it and moving it around and stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what happened. And um, did you read this anywhere in a book? Um, no, but it doesn't matter, because I know, because I'm, I'm, I'm an engineer. I'm, I'm Benjamin, so I know what I'm talking about. Okay, if you, <laughs> if you, say, if you say so. I don't, you know. what, what, why do you have a chair? Oh, you want to know why I have a chair in my bag? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, did you know I have two chairs? They're both folding chairs. Here, let me take them out. Set them up. That's also one that could be used for bona. I use chairs in Shabbos. Well, you might be, again, I, I, you already told me you don't keep Shabbos properly anyway, so it's not a surprise if you use chairs. And I think everyone uses chairs for Shabbos. But sometimes you can use chairs for bonus. <sighs> okay, you're making me nervous, Sammy. I, I know, I know. And, and why do you have all this tape? Oh, that's because when you hang a curtain, you sometimes need tape. And on Shabbos, that would be a problem. Um, that might be a different problem, too. 
Yeah, but Marebi said that there's a bigger problem with a big curtain and lots of tape. And that's bona. That's real bona. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> okay, anything else, Sammy? Oh, um, there, there's, there's your bencher, your Shabbos bencher. Why is it in here? Oh, I wanted to show everybody that when you're in construction, you, you, you have a special fila that on Shabbos we don't say. What do you, what do you mean? Here, look. It, it, normally, during the week, if you're a builder, you read the following, you say the following. Right? That's what you say during the week if you're a builder. I say that. You do? Are you a builder too? No. Well, but only builders say it. That's what, that's what I think, because my rabbi think, maybe said that. And, and on Shabbos, you don't say that. You say, you say, Because you're not allowed to build on Shabbos, so you can't say them. Uh, okay. Um, uh, okay, anyway, and what else do you have in here, Sammy? Um, oh, you want to see something really funny I have in here? I have in here a special kind of cart. Builders use this all the time. And he pulls out a stroller. Here, and he unfolded the stroller. And he said, my Rebbe talked about building with strollers also. You mean like using them as wheelbarrows to carry stuff in, to push stuff, you know, and you have... No, 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 no. He said, he said if you're a good builder, you're going to put the canopy on. When you put the canopy, you know, the thing that goes on top to cover it so that rain doesn't get on the baby. When you do that, that shows your building. That's building? Uh-huh. And I'm an engineer, so I know. Oh, my goodness. Okay, thank you, for everyone, for joining us for the conference. Shh, we have to be quiet. The principal's talking. Uh, welcome, everyone, here. Thank you, parents, for coming. Thank you, friends, for coming. Thank you, everyone, for coming. We're very, very excited here at our conference, at our, at our Meet the Leaders Night, to give everyone an opportunity to produce one, and I repeat, one item that they brought to display who they are and to give us a little tiny excerpt of what they really would be um, I mean, I'm confused. Right. Anyway, just to talk a little bit about themselves for a little teeny bit of time. Every student has a couple of minutes, and then we'll have, finish off the program. And if you want to stay and roam around, you may. If you want to leave, you may. Thank you very much for coming. First, of course, I must thank the teachers for putting all of their time and energy into building these projects and putting everything together. Uh, it's really very dedicated of them. I know that many of them were here late at night. As a matter of fact, last night I came and I saw that there were 17 teachers here working very hard doing the work that kids hadn't done yet. I mean, I mean, whoops, sorry, he wasn't supposed to say that. Um, yes, and we're very much appreciative of all the teachers' hard effort. Of course, we're very appreciative for the students for coming to school because if you didn't come to school, then we would have nobody to teach. And we're very, very appreciative of all the students who did their assignment. Um, out of the 37 students who participated in our special two-assignment program that you got to do two Meet the Leaders and your two people, one half of you is one person and the other half of you is the other person, we are very, very proud and um, we are impressed with your ability to split your body in half like that. I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyway, um, now we're going to call on the people one by one to come up and give a little presentation. All right. And first we'll call on... Let me call on one person. Hi. My name is Orville Wright. I'm... I'm, I'm an airplane guy, and I brought my, my airplane to show you. Let me find it one second. Pulls out of his pocket a paper airplane. This is the first airplane ever invented. I flew in this when I went to Gettysburg to listen to Abraham Lincoln talk about the Gettysburg Address. 
I think the address was 32 Summit Avenue. Anyway, if you want to see more about my airplanes and you want to learn more about the Wright Brothers, come over to my booth. It's over there. Thanks. Everyone claps politely, even though this kid obviously didn't know anything. And then they go on to the next kid. All right, and next we're going to call on you over here. Come on, come on. Over. My name is George Washington, and I brought an axe. This axe shows that I did not chop down the cherry tree. This is my axe from when I grew up, and it doesn't have any marks on it because it was never used. And people made a mistake, and somebody started a rumor that I just chopped down a cherry tree, and I, don't li and I just didn't tell a lie. But everyone knows that since I'm Jewish, so you're not allowed to chop down cherry trees because it's not favorite to destroy a fruit tree unless, unless it's very old or not working so well. And therefore, I would never chop down a cherry tree because I don't violate the Torah. So this is my axe. Thank you very much. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's call up the next person. I'm over there. Yes, you young man. You young man, you come up. There he is. My name is Henry Ford. I, ran, I started a car company. And to show you, I brought a piece of a car. One second, here it is. Here is one screw from a car. <laughs> this is what I brought. My father couldn't be here because unfortunately this screw held in the steering wheel. So he couldn't make it here. And um, my mother had to drive us and there was no room in the car for my father. All right, thank you. <clears throat> uh, next, and calls up one kid after the other. Some kids were gedolim. My name is the Chofetz Chaim. I don't speak any Lashon Hara, and I will not say anything negative about anybody. I hope that everyone remembers that. And I was going to bring in the Sefer of the Chofetz Chaim, but my brother Yaakov, before I came, ripped the Sefer so I couldn't bring it. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. One after the other after the other. Finally, after they're done, all the children got to the last child, and they call up the last child, and they say, <clears throat> and lastly, we call up our, um, our last student for this evening's presentation, Sammy. Oh, man, everyone in the crowd was getting all like, excited, like they all knew that if those were funny, they can't wait to see what Sammy has, and Sammy's struggling with this big bag that's moving as he's pulling it up. Nobody knows what's in this bag. Sammy, Sammy gets up over there and he says, Hi, my name is Benjamin Henry Latraby. Does anybody know who I am? Some people raise their hand. Oh, you were by my booth. Well, as you all know, I was very careful to know how to be a good builder and engineer. Benjamin Latraby was a guy who built part of the capital, and I'm an expert builder and an expert engineer. I'm even better than Jack, who built the whole house all by himself. I built lots of things, more than houses. And, 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 and I learned all that I know about building from my teachers, especially from my Rebbe, who taught us last week all about building. And, for example, he told us that in order to build properly, you need to have a broom and a mop, you need to have some marbles, and you need to have a good can opener. So, if you, if you, but my Rebbe didn't talk about one thing, and, and um, I, I wanted to just clarify something about building. You see, my Rebbe talked a lot about the following, and he reached over to the bag, and he took off, he undid the bag's knots, and he took off the bag, and there on the stage was a living, live, not dead, but a living seal. 
and this seal was sitting on a bottle. My rabbi talked in class all about seals on bottles, and he was describing whether or not it's considered building or destroying, which is part of building, when you have a seal on a bottle. So I thought it's very important that everyone understands what a seal on a bottle looks like. Now, my Rebbe talked about ripping letters when you take the seal off the bottle. I don't know how my Rebbe was able to rip letters when he took his seal off the bottle, but my seal on the bottle doesn't have any letters on it. And I would like to thank everyone for, 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 for being here and for being a good audience. And just to thank you, I'm going to have my seal... Uh, well, the seal that anyway I borrowed from the zoo, and they'll find out tomorrow when they get there. But anyway, though, I would like my seal to um, give you a round of applause. So, seal, could you wave goodbye? See? Very good. Uh, did anyone bring any fish? Oh, I have some in my pocket. Uh, here it is. Uh, Ma, don't worry. My clothes, they'll smell a little bit, but it's okay. And he throws a fish. And now it's the seal, I think his name is Oscar, I think. And he's going to give you a clap. Okay, seal, could you clap? Very good. Excellent. And the seal's barking away. Excellent. Okay, thank you very much. And now, and have a good night. And the seal and Sammy get off the stage. The seal, you know, walks down funnily, starts shuffling down through the thing, and the whole audience is clapping, and everyone's laughing hysterically. And unfortunately for Sammy, or maybe not unfortunately, one of the people, one of the peoples in that, in that audience was one of the zookeepers. And he had one of the sons in Sammy's school. Hey, that's our seal! What's he doing here? <clears throat> well, um... Maybe, maybe if you sealed off the zoo better, <laughs> people would be able to get it sealed off the zoo. Anyway, okay, Sammy, Sammy went back to his booth with a seal over there eating things along the way. For example, the person who was a famous fisherman found that his, all of his um, fish that he had on display were no longer on display. Hey, what happened to my anchovies? My sardines, herring, and, uh, and salmon, where'd they go? Anyway, and... Sammy, everyone will give such a round of applause. It was fantastic. So Sammy, that evening, went home. His parents got the car. Sammy climbed in. The seal, well, the zookeeper took it back, Baruch Hashem. Sammy brought all the pieces of equipment back with him and went home. And Sammy's parents were just shaking their heads. The next day, in school, there was a sign-up. And it said, the following students did an outstanding job with their with their people, and they make, they make the Dean's List, they make an A for the project. And the names of all the, so many students were up there, and then there was another sign that said, the following students did such an outstanding job that besides for an A, you're going to get a special, special prize. Oh my goodness, now Sammy looked where his name was, and yes, his name was on the special prize list. Ah, uh, Sammy was so happy with himself. That was really fun. And when Sammy came to class that, that day, he was really smiling ear to ear. And his Rebbe said to him, Sammy, Sammy, I understand you did a good job last night. I'm so impressed. Yeah, thanks to you, Rebbe. Thanks to me. Yeah, it was all your idea. It was. The seal. Oh, the seal. I heard about that. There was a picture in the newspaper today about it. And... And all the mops and the brooms and the nails and the can openers. Huh? What were you doing? You were a big tzaddik showing Shulcha Shabbos? No, 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 no. I was a builder. And you told us that's how you build and destroy using these things. And build destroying is part of building. I think you misunderstood what I said, Sammy. No, I didn't. Not at all. Well, anyway, everyone please sit down as we're going to review 
yesterday's halachos or the, about building. So in our learning of building, we learned that you're not allowed to build something, attach it to the building, use a hammer and nails. That's building, right? And everyone says, yeah. And we also learned that building includes other things. For example, you're not allowed to make a tent, even if it's not a permanent building. So that's why you're not allowed to put a blanket over two chairs so that you can play tent underneath on Shabbos. Oh, that's what you mean? You mean it's not construction like... Oh. And, and okay, very good. And, that, and also for another example building. Um, let's say you have a big pot and you put a cover on top. If you hide inside the pot, that kind of thing, like you put stuff in the pot, that could be at least with the Rabbana in the category of building under certain circumstances. You mean you don't build with the pot cover? Then why did I bring a pot cover last night? Oh, I thought you used it like a hammer or something. Or maybe you wanted to stand on it to reach something like a ladder. I don't know. I wasn't sure. And curtains, when you hang curtains, if you hang it loosely on top, let's say, that's not a problem of building. If you attach it on all sides, that's a problem of building. Or if you use a curtain, for example, to be a halachic separator. Let's say you want to dive in chakras and there's ladies in the room. You want to make a mechitza. Or you want to make a sukkah wall. That would be a problem on Shabbos of building. Oh. Or let's talk about for a minute um, different decrees of building. When a city has floors that are not solid, they're made out of dirt, dirt floors, you're not allowed to sweep the floor in the city on Shabbos. Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to smooth out bumps in the floor and that's like building. Because when you build something, you smooth it out first. Is that what it is? And... You can't mop in a regular floor, even with a non-schita non mop. You can't mop on Shabbos because it has to do with smoothing out floors. Oh, I thought you somehow built with the mop. Maybe the mop was like a screw of some sort or something. Oh, you say. And, and uh, marbles. You're not supposed to play marbles on Shabbos on a floor that's made, that's not covered. For example, let's say you have a floor made of stone, like we do in Eretz Yisrael. Then you're not supposed to play marbles. But if you have a floor that's covered, let's say with carpet, then you're allowed to play marbles as long as um, most cities. But what's the reason? Because if you, on a dirt floor, you might come to smooth out the floor. So since you might come to smooth out the floor, they made a decree on any floor unless it's covered. And a covered floor means you have a floor and then something covering it. It's a question about tiles, whether tiles is considered covering. Oh. And a stroller, we talked about whether or not you're allowed to open and close a canopy on a stroller on Shabbos because you're making a little tent. That's like building, making that, hot, that little protective space for the baby. Yeah. So that actually is, is permitted if it's attached to the stroller before Shabbos. But if it's not, if you put it on the stroller, that's building. And we talked about opening containers on Shabbos because that's similar to building because you're making the container. So like a can... This is a machlokus about a can, but, but at least a lot of people say that you're not allowed to open a can on Shabbos because it's like building the can. It's like making a can that you open. And though, uh, maybe today it's different, maybe, but, but a lot of people say you shouldn't open a can on Shabbos. So that's why a can opener you can't really use on Shabbos because it's used to open cans you're not supposed to do on Shabbos. You mean you don't build with the can opener? No, 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 Sammy. What are you talking about? And, and um, let's see, what else? Oh, right. Let's say you have a carton of milk. You know, the old-fashioned cartons that you open the edge and it turns into a spout. So that would also be a problem of opening it on Shabbos because, 
because as you know, that's making the spout. That's kind of like building. Oh, well, I didn't bring any cartons of milk to, to, to my thing. And the last thing we'll talk about now is seals. Oh, that was the best part, Rebbe. Right. So, seals. You are allowed to open on Shabbos because that's a flimsy little seal. There's nothing wrong with taking that flimsy little thing off as long as you don't rip the letters. The seal that I had was a 255-pound animal. It wasn't flimsy. Yeah, because that's the wrong kind of seal. That's the kind of seal that, that is an animal. I'm talking about a seal like a piece of wrapping paper that goes around the edges. Oh, but Rabbi, it doesn't really matter if I, did, if I didn't do things right. You know why? Because I got an A-plus anyway, so it doesn't matter. And I got a prize, right? So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as I, as long as I get good stuff, it doesn't matter if I really know what I'm talking about. Isn't that true? Sammy, do you ever know what you're talking about? Yeah, I know what I'm talking about now. I have to go to recess. It's not recess time. It is for me. See you later, Eddie. Hey, Sammy, you... Wait, wait, don't go anywhere. I just wanted to tell you that now is the perfect time to go to Amazon and order the Hanukkah scrapbook. Sammy's Hanukkah scrapbook by Rabbi Yechaskiyakoski. It's awesome. It tells a great story about Sammy when he got his brand new camera. Oh, and it's really, really inexpensive. Maybe buy a few copies for your friends. Hope you enjoy.